This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we have the female country artist of the year from the Josie Awards a few weeks ago, Christine Rattleman. She is the lead singer of the Jersey band Southpaw. Um, I'm not sure how I'm going to label this show yet. Um, I'm recording this introduction um without doing any of the artwork yet but um i think we're gonna i think it's just gonna be christine rattleman um you know of southpaw because that's who she is you know the rest of the band is not in this conversation and we talk about that and i absolutely i can't tell you how much i adore this woman um christine we, we, we had the greatest conversation, I think, ever in the history of the Boots and Whiskey podcast. It was authentic. It's raw. It's very, it's right up my alley, you know, and I, I've had guests on here that, you know, we shoot the shit for a long time, right? Uh, Russell James is, is who I'm looking at for that. But this conversation was unlike any other I'd ever had since we started this show. And I say that with no disrespect to anybody else. Um, in all the respect in the world to Christine, because we have become, I would say we've become pretty good friends since this episode was recorded. You know, we had gone back and forth a ton, um, figuring out when a good time Southpaw to be on the show would be. Um, and you know, Christine never lost touch, never lost contact. Um, you know, the banter her and I have even, you know, personally, you know, through text or, you know, just, just whatever is, it's it's a breath of fresh air you know you don't get that a lot from artists um and she's doing incredible things this band is doing incredible things um with her and southpaw i think it's awesome what they're doing um you know again a big congratulations to her for her huge win at the josie music awards uh down in nashville a few a few weeks ago um this episode was actually recorded before she even won. It was probably like a week or two before she won. Um, we've just we've had a, we've had a huge backlog. So a big thank you for Christine to for waiting waiting around as long as she has to uh, to be on the show. Um, I, I thank you so much for that, Christine. Um, there's a lot in this episode. I honestly I'm gonna shut I'm gonna shut up um, and I'm gonna let you just listen because. It was a it was a hell of a time, and uh, you know, again, Christine, thank you so much for being a great friend to me and to this show. Um, 
I, I really appreciate it. Um, to everybody else who has voted in the Dirt Road FM Choice Awards for us, thank you so much. Um, we'll find out hopefully, I think Saturday, um, this upcoming Saturday on if we won or not. Um, so fingers crossed. Again, thank you so much. Check us out on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. We're everywhere. Go check us out. Um, really, without further ado, the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Christine Rattleman of Southpaw. Enjoy. Is it still staticky? No, that's better. Oh, perfect. Okay. Cool. So actually, it's actually a double-edged sword on how perfect that was because as soon as... So I've been trying to eat lunch and do this kind of thing um, <laughs> while getting this set up. And I go, you know what? I'm going to take a, the last bite of my sandwich and she's going to answer. And guess what happened? Ah, what are you I eating? Took, what are you eating? Uh, oh, I, I, so I made some peanut butter and jelly for work today. Oh and, my gosh, um, classic. Yeah. And I, and I came home a little early cause I wasn't, you know, I, my head was pounding and I kind of oh. feel like shit. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go home and lay down. And, um, I was like, I'll eat my sandwich. Maybe it'll like, make me feel better. Um, so yeah, here we are. Well, I hope you feel better. I mean, I feel great. I, you know, I just, <laughs> it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, gosh. Oh, you know? man. And I can't even contribute it to drinking all weekend because I didn't. So, I was going to say, maybe you, you had a little too much whiskey, darling. No, God, I wish. I wish I was the problem. But anyway, so now that everybody has a little background of what I was doing, uh, <laughs> thanks for being on the show. Sure thing. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like we've been going, you know, it seems like every guest I say this to, but I feel like we've been going back and forth about getting you on forever. Yes, I know. Ever since, uh, I, I don't know who discovered who first. I have but, no idea. Uh, I was always intrigued that you were, you know, Boston, Boston based or whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, fun fact, we really aren't like at all. We're not even. What? Yeah, I'm like an hour, hour and 10 minutes south of Boston. What a fake. Okay. Yeah, no, right? right? <laughs> totally, totally pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. <laughs> but if I were to be like, you know, oh, we're, you know, we're really out of Worcester. Like, people would be like, where the hell is that? You know? Well, listen, I have accidentally taken the train to Worcester at least once in my life. And that's definitely an accident. Because <laughs> as much as I love Worcester, nobody oh, is gosh. going there on purpose. That's so well, funny. Well, I mean, now they are. Worcester has kind of become a... Ooh, is it up and coming? Yeah, it really is. It really, really is. You wow. know, since the uh, Paw Sox left Pawtucket and went to Worcester, um, you know they've been doing a they've been doing a hell of a job cleaning up that whole like Kelly Square downtown area. It's yeah, that's great. awesome. Yeah. I really remember Kelly Square. I can't, um, I can't believe that that's a baseball team, right? That's like yeah. a minor league baseball team. I, yeah. I'm surprised at how much that can change. A neighborhood that's so great yeah no it really is and you know it's you know the worcester has the railers they're an ahl team and you know all that stuff so they've got some they've got a lot of great stuff in worcester now that cool. i think they're really trying to make worcester a a destination well i will remember that the next time i'm up there <laughs> yeah yeah you know and there's there's some great there's some great you know some there's like one um great country venue that we've partnered with at off the rails they're right behind the centrum or the Ooh. dcu center or whatever the hell it is um you know and that's another thing the dcu center has been bringing in all kinds of huge stuff for central mass it's you know oh, that's so great walker hayes was just here over the weekend love um, yeah so you know it, they're they're bringing things to worcester to make it 
not the shithole it used to be. <laughs> you said it, not I. No, I, and that's fine. I have no no problem saying it. Hey, I still hung out in Kelly Square. I mean, still had some good times. Yeah, and that was when Kelly Square was like, you know, you'd get stabbed just by walking through <laughs> Kelly Square. Well, I never got stabbed. Well, but... no, obviously you're still here. <laughs> um, so, I mean, now that we've gone totally off the rails. Yes, we have. Um, but that's what the beauty of the show is. I can't help it. I was voted most talkative in fifth grade. So oh, yeah? I, I tend to just, yeah, ramble so, a bit. So let me get this straight. Are you from here originally? I am not. I'm from New Jersey originally, but oh, okay. I went to uh, grad school in Boston at Emerson College. Okay. Where I'm sure any of my classmates will say I fit in the least out of anyone in that entire grad school. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's I went for writing, and uh, but in in person I am a. Uh, a very peppy blonde. I, I people used to mistake me for Reese Witherspoon, and when I showed up for day one of classes at Emerson, I was wearing a pink suit and pearls because I thought, well, you know, you got to get dressed up for day one. And I showed up, and everyone was like goth. They're all no one has showered in two weeks. <laughs> they, they all look the part of like the tortured artist. Oh my god, I you love know? it. Yeah, and I walk in and I was wearing high heels for the very first time, and uh, my heels started bleeding in the middle of orientation. And the guy behind me is like, "You got a pool of blood under your seat." I mean, it was like the worst start to a grad school ever. That's but, awesome. Yes, didn't fit in at all ever, and. Um, wouldn't change a thing because I love marching to my own beat. And um, I think sometimes people think you have to look a certain way for a certain role. And yeah, I yeah. love, love proving that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's true. And it's funny that you, it's funny that you chose Emerson out of all of the, uh, the schools in the world. Not that Emerson is bad by any stretch. No, no. But it's, it's, a, just, it's a great school. I, I, it's, I wanted a writing concentration. Okay. And so that's a very specific grad degree. Right. Um, so I was choosing between USC film school, where I thought maybe I would become a uh, screenwriter, or Emerson. So two drastically different towns, different coasts, oh, yeah. different programs. And I, um, I guess I had a big ego back then because I thought to myself, well, I can do this Emerson writing program, but if I, if I want to be a screenwriter, I'll still do that. I don't need to go to USC for that. Um, and clearly I did not become a screenwriter, but I do use that grad degree quite a bit since I'm a songwriter. Yeah. Um, what I learned there helps tremendously, especially the poetry at Emerson. It's very, very well known for excellent poetry classes. And that has helped me with my songwriting uh, over the years. So what is your undergrad? Is your undergrad in English then? It's also writing in English. Yes. Oh, okay. I went to Loyola in Maryland nice. and then Emerson. And then I ended up living in Emerson for a few, uh, at Emerson, geez, I meant living in Boston for a few years because I got a job during grad school as an editor at the Atlantic Monthly Magazine, which nice. at the time was in Boston. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and then I just stuck around and lived, uh, I lived on Com Ave and Mass Ave downtown i could walk everywhere it was awesome and um lived in back bay for a little bit as well wow so you you kind of moved yourself around the city and lived here for a while yeah yeah I um one of my favorite spots was i lived 
practically right under the Sitco sign. Okay, yeah. And I lived so close to Fenway Park that I could put a baseball game on the TV and turn it on mute and then and hear all the cheers happening in the stadium like while I was watching the game live. Wow. It's just very cool. Yeah. That is that is wicked cool. You know, it's funny cuz Kenmore Square now is a lot different than it has been too. You know, they've the, the whole city is under a whole transformation. It's unreal. Really? I can't yeah. get up there, man. Yeah. The, um, the seaport, you know, in the last 10 years, I don't know what your here was, but um, the seaport in the last 10 years has really built itself up. Like it's like a destination. Um, yeah. It's, it's strange. It's even Fenway, even that whole Fenway area. Like you remember where the old McDonald's was? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. They the, had lobster rolls there, man. Yeah, gone. That's McDonald's gone. is gone. Burger King is gone. Oh my goodness. Gone. It's all gone. Gone, gone, gone. Wow. Yeah. I really do want to come up soon. My friend moved there and um, she's in, is it Newton? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah, yeah, she's in Newton. I can't believe I forgot that. I used to have a random side job there working at a bed and breakfast till like midnight every night. It was it was crazy. Um but she moved up there and she's dying for me to come up and visit. And so I'm I'm hoping to maybe book a gig or two and get my tail up there. Well, you know, it's 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 almost like you would know somebody in the music industry up here that could help you. <laughs> almost well, like I will that. definitely be hitting you up if if not so, camping out in your driveway. Yeah, that's fine. Come on, come on down. I mean, we're <laughs> a little far from Newton, but you're more that's than welcome. True. You're more than welcome to come and hang. Central Thank Mass you. is way cooler than the city anyway. <laughs> Uh, so you fr- girl from Jersey does mm-hmm. all this, you know, cool, I guess, cool writing stuff. I mean, it's not for me, but whatever. That's fine. <laughs> it's not for you. Um, well, you appreciate good songwriting. Though, yeah, I that's do. That's why you love country. Now, so is that how you got started in the whole writing thing is because you were writing songs or was it just, hey, not I'm really. good I, at this? Yeah, I always loved uh, writing. I did always write songs growing up. I never really did anything with them. I started out performing in country cover bands in New Jersey because believe it or not, country is very big in New Jersey, especially on the coast. Right. In, in what's known as the shore. Um, yeah. It's like huge. So I was yeah. singing in. It's gym, tan, laundry, and country music. I get damn it. straight. Yeah. No, look, yeah. we best bagels and pizza. Okay. Okay. Sure. Although you know. Boston pizza is pretty good. No, Boston pizza sucks compared well, to like New York pizza. Compared to New York, yes. Anything compared to New York. So, um, I was singing in country cover bands and I eventually hooked up with a band uh, local to me with this guy, Colin McConnell and Sean Garnhart. And I started singing in their band where they were writing original stuff and they were performing some, some pop and rock covers. And we were just sort of having a good time. And then when the pandemic hit, the three of us thought, why don't we start writing our own original stuff? Christine already sings country the way we write is very country. We love telling stories. So uh, the three of us just put our heads together, put our talent together in the pandemic. And that's where Southpaw really blossomed. That's awesome. Yeah. So we, um, we just spent a ton of time in the studio because we couldn't really be out performing for that first year of COVID. New Jersey was pretty darn strict with, um, everything um, yeah. but was certainly <laughs> playing out live 
So uh, the great thing about that was that we got to finish an entire album. So we put out our first album, Unhitched, um, right during the pandemic. And since then, uh, we've put out another single and we've got another one that's seriously almost, almost, almost done. Um, that's going to be released soon. And so far, I think it's the song I'm the most proud of because the writing is so personal. It's so specific. And yet I think everyone is going to relate to it. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm dying to get this one out. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I love, I love that you say that about the song because, you know, doing this and being from, I mean, you lived here long enough. You know how it is, right? <laughs> it's very, how do I say this nicely? It's very narrow-minded. Oh, right? I, I, you know what word I use? Provincial. Okay. I've well, used that word before. You're also the writer. <laughs> Listen, I am just a, you know, a poor kid from the middle of nowhere. So <laughs> we're going to go with narrow-minded. Narrow-minded. Okay, um, and, you know, and you, and you get sucked into that mindset. You know, I, I don't care who you are. You, you really do. You get sucked into that like well this is how it is here so this mm -hmm. is how it's going this is how it must be everywhere you know and if you don't think like us and if you don't you know have the same morals or values we do then you know you're you're less of a people and i hate to say that out loud being from here but that's kind of the that's the attitude we have um but i love that you say that because i hear that so often especially dealing with you know country artists you know because they're from all over the country um and, you know, everything comes back to being very similar, mm. you know, like when you have a conversation with somebody, you know, even if they're from, you know, a different part of the country, it's like, oh, look at how much we have in common. Yes. This is what I always say. We're all still cave people. Right. We're still cave people. Right. And I, I don't understand why people don't realize that. But I do think what you just said is key is being one on one with someone. Oh, yeah. And supposedly the research shows that the only way you could ever change someone's opinion, if that's even possible, is in a one-on-one -on -one conversation. That's the best way to do it. Not with right. posting blasts on Facebook. Or, no, Facebook know. doesn't work. Or Instagram, right. that doesn't TikTok, work. It's like, it's you got to have the one-on-one -on -one conversations because that's when we, we all see that we're still human. Right. And even if, and like, you know, to back to your point, now we've really gone off the rails. But, um, <laughs> you know, even if it's not too change somebody's mind because i'm never you know i don't i used to be that like i need to change everybody's mind person and then realize like well that's not working um <laughs> but like with the conversation the one-on-one -on -one conversation like even if you know you say something or i say something we don't agree with like i can still listen to you and say okay you know yes. christine's a person i'm coming from i may not agree but like i can i don't want to say agree to disagree because then it sounds like you're not listening but um, you know, there's a level of understanding, I think a better there's a level respect. of understanding. Yeah, right. There's a level of respect when you are in person and it's something that gets lost over social media. Oh yeah. Um, and I do think that music is one way where people can feel things and have these shared human experiences. As long as you could get people's attention past the 10 seconds yeah. that they're now, that they're now used to only having 10 second attention span. Thanks to TikTok. Yeah. I, I, and I'm one of them as well. Artist friends, local friends, and everybody looking for a little bit of Nashville here in Central Mass, come check out Off the Rails in Worcester. You can go see their website, offtherailsworcester.com. They have their restaurant menu. They have their venue schedule. Go check them out. Real good friends of ours here at the show. 
you don't want to miss out on this place. Off the rails, Worcester.com. Again, restaurant, a little taste of Nashville, and a great music scene. Come check it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can go down the TikTok rabbit oh, hole really good. Absolutely. And now YouTube Shorts is giving them a run for their money. Yeah. So I get it. I struggle with attention, too. But when I listen to music that speaks to me, and, and it could even be in a totally shallow way. Just a song about having fun, you know, it doesn't right. have to be the deepest thing ever, but just something about the human experience comes through in music and songwriting. And it, it's like, it's therapeutic. We all yeah. need this. Yeah, it's true. You know, I, you know, people ask me all the time, like, what is your obsession with country music? And it's like, well, you know, as I've gotten older, um, you know, I started off, you know, in high school and, you know, the death metal and, the, you know, the uh -huh. anger the angry music right <laughs> okay you know because I was I hated my parents for a few, for for a week or two and mm -hmm. you know being a teenage boy you know it's it's tough um you know and then I went to college and then it was the jam bands and the you know um all that kind of thing and you know once you start you know living living a real life like country music started to talk to me mm -hmm. and I was mm -hmm. like huh I understand this. I understand this song and these lyrics a lot better than, um, you know, I would have 10, 15 years ago. And I feel the same way because I didn't grow up a, a diehard country fan at all. Um, I did like some Southern rock, quite a bit of that. I, I loved uh, Alabama and that type of stuff. But um, I wasn't listening to straight up country growing up. I don't think I really appreciated it. Right. back then um and maybe it does take some maturity <laughs> to appreciate no, I, good songwriting i really do think so i really you know i i agree with you 100 percent. you know it's it's a weird thing yeah i mean do pe are people surprised that you're a country fan being uh, I, in massachusetts yeah oh yeah i tell people when i tell people even like when country shows come up and i go to places and i you know shake hands and kiss babies and all that stuff um you know and i say we're from here they're like what like, mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. yeah like i can't even tell you how much i get that especially because now some of my music is on the radio yeah all over the country and when I, we first started promoting our songs to radio some stations m mistook us for being from nashville yeah. and they would announce on the radio and here's southpaw straight out of nashville and we're like eek um it's actually new jersey uh, because they just couldn't fathom that this country band was from New Jersey. Uh, it's I, just I don't think it's the country aspect. I just don't think people can fathom you from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many comments I got when I lived in Boston and I would go out to a bar and show my license and it would say New Jersey. And I don't think there was ever a bouncer that didn't make some kind of comment. Like, oh, I'm sure. Oh, the armpit of America. Yeah. Um, so I had to battle that for a couple of years up there. <laughs> Toughened me up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> we sure will. Um, so, yeah. So your songwriting, you know, did it, I hate to say, did it get better or worse? But did it get, did you get a different sense of it after college? You know, I, I would say that I was really writing pop music, just, just, very typical pop music um, when I when I think back to what I was writing after college. 
and none of the, none of my pop music went anywhere. It's yeah. just written. It's in my head. It's on my phone. I have like 9,000 voice memos on my phone. And back then I was, all I really cared about was melody. So sure. I would come up with a metal melody in my head and I'm like, -da 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 -da, you know, whatever, put it in my phone and then write a song to that. But there's not that much heart in a song when you always do it that way. Yeah. Um, so now I come up with ideas that are, or a specific, let me, let me think of an example. Like this is so random. My, the plastic cover on my grandma's couch, J just a really specific memory like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll write that down and then save that for um, when I'm ready to flesh it out into something. And it sort of becomes a poem. And yeah. sometimes that comes before the melody. Sometimes the melody comes first. Sometimes they come together. But now I try to make sure that the lyrics actually mean something. And again, it could even just be that the song's about fun. I mean, we have a song called Whiskey and Wine. That's all about hangovers. You know, we're all about fun music. But we, we try to have clever turns of phrases, just interesting writing that isn't straight up. I don't want to say boring pop, yeah. but but just just cheesy where you're just putting words in because it rhymes. Right. We try not to do that just because it's easy. We, we try to think about every word in the song. Right. Right. Now, when you guys are writing, are you primarily writing or are the other guys helping out too? Are they, or are they doing the music part of it and you're doing the lyric part of it? It's definitely collaborative. And okay. th I, I'd say that this project Southpaw as a band is the only time that I have enjoyed working in a group. I, I don't know if you're like I am, but growing yeah. up, anytime a teacher said, okay, this is going to be a group project, I would think, no, so, I'm just going to have to do it all myself. So let me ask you, are you an only child? I am not. I'm one uh, of four. Wow. So like I had that and I'm an only child. Oh, you're only I child. Hated. I think but I radiate only child. I fucking hate working with other people. Right. Working like, with other people is horrible. I hate it. Well, like to an extent, right? Like doing this, like doing this show, um, you know, people, so, cause I've, I've been, I've been, you know, I don't want to say poached, but I've been, people have come to me and be like, Hey, do you want to co-host? Hey, do you want to, mm -hmm. you know, do you need help? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, like, yeah, I'm good. Leave me, the, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> and like, not in a bad way. It's just like, you know, I could, I could use an intern. Let me tell you, like I could use somebody that's looking for college credit. Oh boy, me to too, give, dude. To give me a hand, but you know what? <laughs> I also, you know, I talk, I say it all the time. Where it's like, this is still in its infancy enough. You know, we've been around, you know, a year and a half now, but it's still young enough where it's like, I don't know if I trust somebody else to have the same vision I do, right? You know, and not... to execute it how you right. want it, right? I so get that. Right. And I, there are celebrities out there who have had similar instances where they say, I think it was Pink who said, I, I was my own manager for like the first five years of my career or something where right. I just didn't, I wanted to do it all myself. There's some celebrities who do their own social media yeah, um, because they like that level of control. And normally I, I'm like that in a lot of areas of my life, but somehow my two bandmates I'm able to collaborate them. And I say about Colin, my um, one bandmate, he somehow brings out the best in me. And I don't know how he does it. <laughs> I've seen him do it with other people as well, because he's also uh, like a life coach. Oh, okay. And somehow 
he's able to like yank out of me the best of what my idea is. And I think that's why it works so well. Um, I I seriously don't know how he does it, but I, when I came up with the idea for the song that's coming out called um, Your Name is the title of it. I had, I had written the song, I had a little melody and I just sent it to him as a voice memo. And he came back to me like, you know, less than an hour later, probably strumming the guitar to it, uh, help fleshing out some of the lyrics. And it was so magical. I got chills. And I said, how did you do that? Like, how did you take my raw thing? And I don't know what it is, but it's just what happens with the three of us. Each of us kind of takes what the other did and betters it. Or sometimes we worsen it and then got to go back, you know, two steps back (laughs) and then you go forward again. But, but, in in general the process just works for us yeah wow that's that's awesome that's really cool you know because it's it's one of those things where you know for this show you know we haven't had a lot of groups or bands on you know and that's something where i'm trying to do more of um because it's a whole different process than when you're dealing with just a solo Mm -hmm, artist mm -hmm. You know, and and it's fascinating to see how how similar, but how different it really is. Yeah, I'd be curious how I, I will say having two other bandmates, it does take some of the pressure off. Yeah. And I like that part of it. And I remember Adam Levine in an interview um, talking about how he would never want to be a solo artist. Yeah. And, and he I, and I remember thinking back then, like, but why you're so famous? Like you could totally be this humongous solo artist yeah and he was like nope i will just i will always be in a band and i feel like i don't know i kind of i get that on my little small level obviously we're not maroon five but uh <laughs> you can we're thank not your playing, lucky stars for that. Yeah, yeah we're not playing in elevators everywhere but <laughs> um but i just i feel like i feel the same way so there's something about being in a band where it, it takes the pressure off it you get you get better results because if I just wrote a, an album myself, I feel like there would only be three great songs on it, <laughs> and the, you know, and the rest would, would be like, eh, oh boy, she's trying. Uh, whereas with three people, you kind of keep checking each other. You keep challenging each other. You keep, you know, one-upping each other, whatever it is. You, you just keep working until it's better and better and better until three of you say, this is awesome as right. opposed to just one person. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, and it's, it's like, and like, at that point, it's like, you really have to, you have to trust the other people. Yes, I kind of take for granted sometimes how, how incredible it is that three of us trust each other so much, you know, that we just started out as this band playing in bars, and now we basically trust each other with our lives. (laughs) Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, and yeah, we know. I mean, they know like my deep dark secrets because it's on the paper. Right, right, right. And, and like they have to, like they have, they you know, when you're in any sort of relationship, you you have to, you have to know each other's, you know, ticks. I guess you could call them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, now you know, I don't know. I know you've listened to every episode of the Boots and Whiskey podcast, <laughs> and you know, as we go, you know, I kind of like. I don't want to say being an asshole because that that comes that comes out wrong. But like okay but like pushing the envelope with this okay push you know? the envelope. So, that's my favorite thing so for what you guys are doing right 
and again, this is a very real show. Like, I want you to be you here. Mm-hmm. Are you doing this Southpaw thing full-time? Is this what you do? This this is what I do full-time. Although okay. I, I do um, perform with another band sometimes just to perform live. Right. Keep my... Uh, keep my chops you know got you sharp so, away is that what it is no right yeah yeah keep your wits about you I guess. well i you have if to perform live it is really draining um yeah. it's like really taxing and i have found that if i go too long without performing live on stage um then i won't have like the breath control because i move around a ton i'm like all yeah. over the stage that's my thing and it's very hard to sing in control while doing that so if I don't perform a lot, I will kind of lose some of that mojo. Yep. So I try to really keep that going uh, as, as much as I can. And we can't always perform together as Southpaw as often as I'd love uh, because we're in the studio a lot. Yeah. So it's like you kind of have to pick one or the other. Are you going to finish your album or are you going to be out performing the album? You know, right. so that's that's what's tough for us. Um, but yeah, for me personally, this is what I do full time and I do all the social media myself and it sometimes sucks the life out of me. (laughs) I'm sure you see from doing your own social media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, trust me. The social media (laughs) aspect of this alone could be a full-time job. It really could be. I mean, I could do so much more. I feel like I do a lot, but you you realize, holy my goodness, you could do so much more. And whenever you're focusing on one social media thing you're neglecting the others yeah so my tiktok right now is really sad i've got to work on that yeah you know i um so for people listening um we're recording this it's columbus day weekend more or less and you know this this weekend i put out a tiktok about whiskey and you know people being whiskey douches and mm-hmm. I, was, by the way i had a glass set by the computer because i thought we were going to have a glass together oh god no no i feel bad. No, yeah. so you know what uh, anyway johnny walker blue label ps jesus wow how much money are you making doing this i got to get on your i got to get on your level it was oh. from a whiskey tasting oh okay now so you know and you know i don't i post on tiktok with you know just clips of shows I go to more or less. And I put out my own thing. And like, there were so many views, so many comments. And it's like, I was just being an asshole. Like, is that the key? (laughs) It must be, you know, but that's the other thing I've noticed with this. And I don't want to give too many of my, too many secrets out there, but, um, you know, when it comes to artists or what, like, you know, things I'm doing, I find people, even though you have your, you know, like for us, we have our release dates and we have this and we have this, and we have the whiskey Wednesdays and all that shit. Um, and it's things people know are going to come. So I'm mm-hmm. sure after a couple of weeks, you know, people will get sick of it, but like, it's, it's something you just have to keep up on doing. But I find that when I put something out, that's like real, that has nothing to do with anything I'm doing here at the podcast or whatever. Like you get so many more views oh, and comments. So interesting. And, that's so you know, interesting. it's nuts. It's like, like, I get it. You know, people that and that's why I like doing the show this way, because it's like, I want to know you. People want to know you. They don't want to. Yeah. Southpaw is great. It's a great trio. Great music. But people want to know the the people behind the music. I, I think, you well, know, that's a good tip. I it's I find that 
I kind of can't tell why certain videos um, like strike gold. Hey, everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. Or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code BOOTS. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at theafterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. I yeah. kind of don't get it in my in my uh, collection. I'll call it like yeah. I did. I had one video on TikTok where I like fell off of a bench, you know, and that got over fifty thousand views. Like on purpose? Uh, no, not on purpose. I mean, so it was funny, awesome. but I mean, it wasn't the funniest thing you've ever seen, <laughs> and cool. that got a zillion views. And right. whereas other things will sort of just uh, disappear into the ether with like. Yeah hardly any views. And I've, I've looked at other uh, media creators to see, okay, let me look at this page. Like I was on a food bloggers page yeah, and, and she was like, I'm going to give you tips because six of my videos reached over a million on TikTok, And I'm looking at her stuff and I still can't figure out why those six got over a million. Like yeah. they were no better or worse than the rest of yeah. her videos. They were no more random it's like, why did the video about freaking s'mores get more hits than the video about pumpkin pie? Like, right. it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. You know, social media is bizarre. You know, it, and I was saying this to somebody the other day um, in one of my other uh, episodes where I don't know if you've noticed, but Facebook has changed their like paid, you know, if when you have like a business page or whatever. They changed like the format and you can use it as like an actual page rather than, you know, so-and-so posted and so-and-so, you know, whatever. But they, so anyway, long story short, they changed the format and, you know, our Instagram when we first started was like the go-to place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now I have found that my Facebook numbers are blowing really away my Instagram numbers. It's unreal. It's unreal. The, like perfect example, right? The day okay. the day Loretta Lynn died, yeah. I had just thrown up a graphic and was just like, you know, we're sad to hear of the passing of Loretta, yada yada yada. Nothing crazy, no article, no nothing. Yeah. Um that day alone we had fifty thousand people what? look at our Facebook page. Did, did you have good hashtags? No, no hashtags. Zero. <laughs> I nothing. Don't get oh, it. I, I think I might have like hashtag Loretta Lynn. You know what I mean? Yeah, but still. I mean, but still. That's okay, but that's interesting. I don't feel that the hashtags are as effective on Facebook as they are on Instagram. They're yeah. very effective on Instagram. However, your ad dollars are so much more um, worth it on Facebook. Like yeah. $1 of advertising on Facebook is very powerful. Yeah. And I, I always tell that to some of my. I'm obviously friends with a lot of other bands and they're like, how come I only have 200 followers? You know, I don't get it. And I said, if you just spend $1 per day, just one buck right. is so powerful on Facebook and you will, you'll garner a ton more followers if you just do that for a month. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. Like we haven't gotten into the, the pay to pay to play, I guess you could call it um, side of social media, but like, I don't, you know, 
Because, like, with Instagram, like, I've noticed we've tapped out. I don't want to say tapped out, but, like, you know, we've plateaued a little Plateaued, bit. yes. Yes, and I, I'm and working on like, that myself. But it's like, how? How does that happen? You know, it's like, I'm doing the same things I've always did. You know, it's... Because they're just, not showing your page on right? that main search feed. Right. It's who, whoever, who's ever on that page when people go on Instagram, they're like, mm, I just want to fart around and see, you know, what's what's happening and if you're not on that page like they're not going to click on it and i think that instagram well i guess it's owned by facebook but whatever the same company um they they know that so many people will pay to be on that main page right they'll do the sponsored posts and then everybody else is kind of screwed right so um it's like always this tricky thing and you have to try to come up with more clever content or you were smart to realize that, okay, Facebook is being more effective for me. So let me advertise on there right. or not advertise. I mean, um, you know, just you utilize it more. Right. And you know, it's not even, it's not even that, you know, and I'm, I'm probably giving away a lot of secrets here, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, if, if you look at both of our pages, you'll fucking figure it out. But um, like everything I post on Facebook, I post the same thing on Instagram. And mm-hmm. a lot of that is just to see, you know, just to see what the, the different reactions will be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that uh, will happen to me too. And it's what you at least don't have to contend with is the, um, Oh, I have to look adorable (laughs) thing that, uh, female band members have to deal with. So, you know, it could be, you have to have a thick skin to post a photo of yourself and see like, Oh, I guess not everybody like that picture. You know, know, but it's also, you know, I like, I try, I hate to say this, but like, I, even though we're a, you know, I guess a news organization to an extent, like, sure, we'll come with that. Yeah. And, (laughs) but like, when like new music comes out, like, I don't post about it, you know, because it's like there's 800 other social media, country music, social media pages that are doing the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, but like, when something happens in the news, like, I'll go on Twitter or I'll go on Facebook because it's easier than Instagram and just throw out like a thought, right. About something. Mm -hmm. And those are the posts that usually get a lot of traffic too. So just the contemporary what's happening in the world. Yeah. Of posts. Yeah. Like, like interesting. Perfect example. You know, when the whole Marin Morris, Brittany Aldean. Oh boy, boy. That was juicy popcorn reading right like i like i mentioned i was like i i you know i have no bones not, no pun intended um about no calling out like pop, right like calling out pop country at any point um as i go even though i have to like you know have to swallow it and mm-hmm. you know put it out there but like i had made a comment about baron morris like you know, if you don't want to be here, then just fucking go. You know, oh, I don't remember you making that comment. Oh, yeah. It was more or less like, oh, and oh. I wrote like Team Britney or, or whatever. Like <laughs> people lost their goddamn minds. I loved it. I loved it. You know, but it's like, come on, guys. Like, you know, I just. And you I know, mean, that's it would be very tough for me to post something like that because, again, I'm I'm one of three. Right. So. Right. And you're in a very we, different position than I am. Yeah. We, I, I can never, because believe me, there's certainly times when I want to say something. Right. That's my own opinion. Right. But we are a threesome right. and I don't think we can ever really comment on political things because no. I, I will say the three of us are very different. 
yeah, in and our that's political okay. lean. And it is okay. And it's kind of proof that you can work together and right. have, have different, um, you know, different political leanings and right. different, uh, I think we all have kind of same values, but um, we, yeah. we actually even took personality tests oh, to three of us to see, you know, where we differ. And um, it was kind of helpful and enlightening to see like, oh yeah, that's why Christine acts like a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I can't really do that type of thing. So I'm limited on that, on commenting on like the big stuff in the zeitgeist. What's, you know, yeah, that's tough. You know, for me, it's one of those things where you know, whether I agree with Marin or whether I agree with Brittany <laughs> or whether I agree with, you know, whomever, right? I am going to point out bullshit where I see it, regardless of who I agree with. You know, do I think Marin could have done it a little better and then her, you know, minions could have chimed in in a different way? Yeah, of course. You know, do yes. I think Brittany yes. could have said things in a different way? Yeah, <laughs> of course. But Brittany Aldean isn't the face of Jason Aldean, though, either. You know? Oh, yeah. Didn't his, uh, did his publicist drop him or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And it's like, I forgot I that there were ramifications because she just still seems to be getting more and more popular. Right. And like, it's one of those things where, but like, I think that's the, I think that's a big point that a lot of people are trying to make nowadays. Um, and I, and I'll, I'll give you my personal opinion. I think it's a good thing where, you know, even, even in this cancel culture war we're having still mm-hmm, somehow, mm-hmm. some way, you know, it doesn't really matter because I'm not, I'm not saying that's good or bad. Right. I'm just saying it doesn't matter because in the, the power, the power of everything, you don't need a, pu- Jason Aldean doesn't need a fucking publicist at the end of the day. You know, it's probably a good idea, but. Well, I don't know what happened, when, how we went from a society that could debate. Right. I mean, this, this country was founded on debate. Yeah. And now, like you said, with the cancel culture, my bandmates and I at every rehearsal, you know, when you're, this is my, actually my favorite part of being in a band is when we're rehearsing together and you're just shooting the shit and you're making jokes and you're being inappropriate and at every practice, we say, like, dude, we would be so canceled if this were recorded. Right. Like, every time we're like, if gosh forbid any of this gets out. Right. Because it, it's like no one can make a joke anymore. No. no. No one can argue with you. And I used to love debating. I was actually on the debate team in, in uh, high school. And I, I, I don't even do it anymore because it's, it's almost impossible. Right. Pe- people don't want to listen and go back and forth. They yeah. just want to shoot you down and that's it. So I, um, by the time this comes out, so episode 100 will have come out and we had a really awesome conversation with the local artist that was on early, early, early on in this thing. And oh, cool. him and I have become really close. And he's been like my big brother through this whole thing. <laughs> and um, early, I don't want to say early, but like over the winter, I had had a guest on who I really kind of went back and forth about having her on. Hmm. Um, and, you know, she's a singer, singer, I'll say singer to, you know, from, from Maryland. And I knew we weren't going to see eye to eye, you know, you just know sometimes, oh, you know? Okay. Okay. So we had a great conversation. I thought we went back and forth really well. 
We agreed to disagree on a lot of things. And it was overall probably the best conversation I had had on this show to date at that point. Okay. So we're a couple of weeks behind. We have been for, you know, since pretty much the show began now at this point. Um, And I guess that's a testament to how great I am. Uh, (laughs) uh, But so, but like, I don't tell people when their episode's coming out, or I used to not tell people when their episode was coming out. So now I give kind of people like a three or four day heads up. Okay. Because sometimes I don't even know what, when it's going to come on. I just know it's coming. Um, well, you're definitely not the only one because I often have to Google myself to find out when my stuff is going live on whatever oh, podcast. Trust me. Oh, you'll know. You'll trust me. You'll know when you're going live. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I had this great conversation. We put it all together. Like it was like great. It was and it went out. Went out. Promoted it that day when it went out. All well and good. About midway through the day, and people that have listened to this show already know this story, but I'm telling you this story. She reaches out to me and goes, I wish you would have told me this was coming out. And I was like, well, I don't tell anybody. So she's like, I need, I want you to take this down. I don't want to be associated with this show. Blah, 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 blah. Now, we had had the conversation a month prior, more or less, to the show being released. Okay. So I said, okay, like... I thought it was a great conversation. Like, I, I don't like, I'll take it down. Sure. But like, can you explain to me why? Cause if it was like some sort of like bullshit fucking answer, I wasn't even gonna entertain the idea of taking it down. So <laughs> it was all, all in the time where Morgan Wallen was going through oh, all of his boy. stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Meanwhile, so had, he's totally uncanceled now, which right. I, shows you that I don't even think canceling really, doesn't last forever. Right. I don't even think he was canceled for at all. I think people are just anyway, anyway. So so I had posted a picture and I put the hashtag free no. Morgan on it. Oh okay on your page. On my on my um Instagram story. Okay. And she had saw it and you know not without getting too much into detail about the conversation her and I had she was like you know I opened up to you on the show about a lot of things and for you to, you know, think that he isn't free and blah, blah, all this shit. Right. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God, I'm like what, what, what? This has gone off the rails. And so I talked to a few people. They were like, just take it down. I was like, but I don't want to because then, you know, I'm giving in to something I don't necessarily believe is true. This must be something you never thought would happen. Not in a million years. <laughs> right, right. And like people were like, well, you know, you're new enough that if you just take it down, it's not going to be a big deal. No harm, no foul. And I was like, okay. And in that 100th episode, I think we even talked about it, if I remember correctly, of me just putting it out one day just to, just to see. One, if people listen to it, mm-hmm. and two, like not promote it or anything, but just it's it, it's there. Like, find it if you want it. <laughs> but at this point, it's like we've been around long enough now. We've built a reputation. Like, do I bother? Do I do I push that envelope that far? Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. 
Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. Are you asking my advice? <laughs> not, I mean, if you want to give it, absolutely. But I, well, like... I feel like I need to, I'm going to have to figure out who the singer is because that might, that might affect my uh, opinion. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I so I still have, I still have the whole episode put together and stored. Maybe I'll just send it to you. Interesting. Yeah. I, it... You know, I am going to do that. I'm going to just send it to you. All right, it's send the, it to me. I'm so cute. We we performed at a festival in Maryland last year, and I'm like, ah, I hope it's not this one, this one gal whom I adored. So, um, oh, oh, I, I don't know. I don't Maybe, know. Who knows? And if it is, like again, lovely girl. I thought she was super sweet. You Great know, conversation. I, is I'm trying to think. Is there anything? There's nothing signed. Before no. doing a podcast, so I no. mean, you you have every right to right. post it, um, but it's. I guess the question is, is it being like a gentleman? Are you thinking of it in those terms, where you know someone asked you to take it down because it it upsets her? You know, so, so does the gentleman in you think like maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should heed her request? No, because she like attacked me about it. Oh really? Yeah, it was like you're a, you're a awful human being. Oh, like, how, oh you, okay, okay. You know this sort of thing, and I'm like, yeah, but it has nothing to do with the conversation we had. Mm. See, this is the problem. This is what happens where when people's opinions about what's going on in politics and media affects right. everything, right? And I just right. think it's such a shame. Just let. I don't know. Just keep doing what you do. <laughs> right. Like, I think, I think the, the straw that broke the camel's back for me with, with her was, you know, I, I don't even like talking about it. Well, I do. I, I don't not like talking about it, but like, you know, being called a racist because oh, I support Morgan Wallen is like, what? But like, God, it, it just, it makes my brain, my brain bleed just thinking about it. Well, it's like, it's tough because she has her opinions, you know, right. and, and she's entitled to them. And it's, I guess it's sort of how, how do you express those right. opinions in a way that does not insult and demean someone else? Right. So I, I think that's where we as a culture, we all need to work on that, right? Yeah. Is have your differing opinion and, um, and that's okay. That's totally okay, but you don't have to tear someone else down to express your opinion. Right, right. I agree. I agree hundred percent. No, we really went off the rails with that conversation. <laughs> like totally out of left field. Oh boy. Yeah. But well, think... that this is what happens though, right? When you're in entertainment is these little controversies come up and yeah. I know it's, it gets, it gets tricky. Um, luckily I'm not famous enough yet where I have to worry too much about my big mouth, but well, like that's come a time. Right. And like, that's the other thing. Like I go back through my Facebook, you know, the Facebook memories and all that shit. And it's like, Ooh, who really? <laughs> like if, if people really wanted to, to, <laughs> to get at me, all they have to do oh, is start digging. No. Oh boy. I mean, I think that's not where I would be in trouble with that kind of digging. Um, the digging would be like, just, you know, little little things i've gotten into over the years <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i i i can't you know i'm a i've i've had my moments of being a total shit human being but uh, i was also a shit human being at the time where not everybody had a cell phone either oh yes yes you know what i mean yep 
Yep. Oh, oh, now I don't know how these kids who are like, you know, really young teens deal with the fact that everything is recorded yeah. and, and put online. And I think that's something I struggle with, with the whole, I have to present Southpaw constantly on social media. Right. It's not like second nature to me to want to take selfies and record everything. That's right. just, that's a more new thing for me and you know when i'm out enjoying a dinner i just want to enjoy the dinner i don't want to have right. to always remember take a picture of this you know gram this whatever it's, right. it's tough and um, right. it is the reality we live in and these are definitely first world problems right that i'm complaining about <laughs> but but it's true you know I, i'm obviously i'm not going to ask you how old you are but i can gauge like you and i are similar in age um i where... honestly can't even gauge your age i'm terrible at this oh, I love so it. I can't. I'm, whatever, whatever you think it is, it's way younger. Um, when I, I met a guy at a bar uh, last week, and, and and I was like, "Yeah, so what are you like, twenty two? And he said thirty four, and I was like, "Yeah, yet again, I just don't know." Uh, well, well, so by your math, then I'm twenty three. So we'll keep going with that. All right. Awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> God, no, I wouldn't want to be twenty three again. Um, no, me neither. Right? Ew. But. You know, we we grew up in a time where it was, you know, you you could do a lot of things and get away with it. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? Absolutely. You know, I think about it now and it's like, you know, I see kids go out and do stuff. And I'm like, you can't do that. You can't do that because somebody you will get caught, you idiot. I, I'm actually surprised sometimes by how much there still is violence and whatnot and and theft yeah. considering how how many cameras there are out there <laughs> i'm like don't people realize that, that everything is big brother now you can't get away with anything yeah right yeah but um i know i, I i'm trying to um find a way to enjoy this aspect and i just haven't gotten there yet with the whole putting putting Southpaw and especially myself as sort of the face of Southpaw because that's just sort of how it how it's happened where right. I'm kind of usually the face of it well and, well you're the cute lead singer well <laughs> my, my boys are cute too but, um, <laughs> apparently pictures of of the boys don't get as many views as pictures of the girls but um it's it's well, just well yeah <laughs> but I mean it does anyone out there actually do they love doing this? Do they love posting pictures and videos of themselves? I'm just curious what their inner feeling actually is about it. Or are we all secretly cringing on the inside about it? I got to write a song about this. I got to put this in a song. Um, yeah. You know, well, I think it's one of those things where <sighs> I, I, I'm going to say this and please don't take offense to it. Um, I think we we live. I don't think I know. We live in a world in in a culture that sex sells, right? So, regardless if it's male or female, um, you know, you're going to be the center of attention, whether it's a male audience or a female audience. Not and not only because you're the lead singer, but because you're a girl. Mm. You know, it's and. I don't think right, wrong, or indifferent. The other two guys in your band are inadvertently background to you, regardless of how equal you guys are in the band. And 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Oh yeah, uh, and I will say they're not even they're not the slightest bit annoyed by that. Right. Oh, like, I'm sure neither of them have ever been like, oh, but I want my face shown more. <laughs> like, right. That's never happened. Right. Yeah. yeah you know, they're it, cool. It's you know, a lot of it's a lead singer thing. I'm sure a lot of it is. Oh, I guess that's true. Right. 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 You know, yeah. it, it's kind of like I'm sure you've seen Almost Famous, right? Yes, we've it, we've talked about that a lot in the band, actually. Right, it's like when Stillwater gets their shirts and everybody but Russell is blurred out. <laughs> you know, oh, it's, it's it's just it's it's a it's a it's the beast of this industry. You know, fortunately, I'm not famous enough where I I pretty much only get kind comments. And I, I just can't imagine how it feels when you're you're more famous and you get torn and, you know, just well, ripped to pieces. And that, that I've only really gotten one nasty comment once. And my bandmate actually loved it because loved I, it. <laughs> he loved it. He loved it. So the song is called Shake. It's on from our first album, Unhitched. And it's basically shake what you're shake what my mama gave me. And the line is, I'm going to shake what my mama gave me, going to flaunt what I know I got. And so I posted, I guess, a video of that segment. And some guy wrote, oh, what did he say? Wait, oh, shoot. It was it was so nasty. It was like, oh, I can't remember. It was something so nasty. Like, you, you don't even got it to flaunt or whatever. I can't remember oh. what it was. And my, and my bandmate was like, oh, like, see how pissed he is? That's exactly what we wanted from the song like we wanted to be like screw you i'll i i'll be myself i'm happy with myself i'm gonna be me i don't care what you think i'm happy with me and he made me kind of remember oh yeah duh that's what the song is it's not about being the hottest girl in the room right it's about just feeling like you're the hottest girl it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks no Um, no yeah but i need it's all about attitude it's it's hard though, you know, when you first come across the comment, you're like, "Ouch!" You feel like you're ten years old again. It's like yeah. you're in middle school, all over again. But you know, I'm sure, like as people get more and more famous, they they don't even look at a lot of the criticism or or anything to be. That's you know, what they should do. I right. I mean, I some of them have admitted they do, and then they they can't even look at it anymore. Like Selena Gomez said, she someone else runs her whole page. She does not look at it anymore because she couldn't take the negative comments. Right. You know, there, there are some, you know, like for me, for, for what we do here, you know, we have some competition, you know, there's other people doing, you know, there's only so much country music news. Right. So it's inevitably going to overlap. And I used to get really, really upset that it's like, Oh, well, this person took the same idea I had and now is doing this with it. Ooh, I think you posted about that recently. I, didn't I, you? Did. Oh, I did. I, I was bullshit. That. I, I was, was so bullshit. furious. I was like, who is this? I was, I was <laughs> furious. And you know, I still am furious about it because it's like, I, I don't know. Like be creative, do your own fucking thing. Like if you, obviously you're, everybody's going to steal from everybody else. Like that's just art. Well, and sometimes, yeah, it's unintentional. It's, uh, you know, we, that happens with us with songwriting, right? We'll be writing a song and then we're like, wait, wasn't this Daryl Hall and John Oates? Right. <laughs> like, what is this? Right. You know, we, it's so unintentional. So that's why I was curious when you posted that, was it like an intentional stealing or was it unintentional? So the- I, I only say it's intentional because this, this certain, and God, I hope I like, and it's funny because he reached out to me after I had posted it. It was like, oh, oh. what's that about? 
And I'm like, you fucking fuck. <laughs> and, um, but like, it's, and that's what upsets me is because I know this certain page looks at everything I do, oh, every okay, story I okay. post, you know, cause you can see who's looking at your stories, you know, like you, yeah, can, you yeah. know, who's, who's looking. Oh, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> right. You know, and then, you know, they, they just so happen to start a 15 minute podcast every week with, you know, oh, boy. bigger artists than I have some of them, but like, it's like, come on. Well, that's tough. I know. I mean, I always say, and I learned this from back in my days in publishing, where when I worked at the Atlantic Monthly, um, in the poetry department, they received, and I'm not exaggerating, 20,000 poems a month submissions. Yeah. And and that seems like so many. And how could you ever get published your, your poetry there? It's impossible. But what I really learned is that talent rises to the top. Yeah. And it will just rise to the pile, you know, whatever, whatever the, the field is, whatever the talent is, the, the good stuff really does get found. And um, we're finding that, you know, on a small scale with our own music that I, I've had so many people say this is impossible for an independent musician to make it now that there are a billion people on Spotify, you know you'll never get any streams and you'll never get radio play because it's all corporate, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, we're already, we've been on over 400 radio stations. Like it is absolutely possible. Is it easy? Uh, No, (laughs) no, it's not easy, but the good stuff, you know, will rise. And that's why you don't have to copy anyone. If you've got your good ideas and you execute them well, it's going to find a home. Right. You know, and it's like, I, you know, I've been, I've been approached by some places that are like, Hey, do you want to bring your podcast over? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, no, I don't. Mm, I don't. Well, not yet. Right. (laughs) But like, so we're on, we're on a radio station out of Ohio now. And, um, you know, we're getting, you know, we're getting four or 5,000 listeners a week. Awesome. Right. So it's like, so I guess. I guess I made a good choice with that. Well, and don't they say imitation is the biggest form of flattery? Yeah, so, and I keep trying to tell myself that. Yeah, so there um, you go. There you know, you go. and like I have no problem putting myself in front of a camera. Nobody else, except for one other girl that I, I absolutely adore out of Chicago. She she puts herself out there, and for the most part, it's you know nobody's out there. It's like mm-hmm. you know, oh, who's behind such and such a page? And it's like. You don't know because they don't go out there. I know. I've actually, that has kind of rubbed me the wrong way sometimes. Yeah. Where you can't find the human (laughs) behind it. I know. I've had that. I've come across that many times. Right. You know what? I I can go on and on about this for days. (laughs) Um, And I have. And I feel like a broken record. And And like, it's, you know, um, who the hell is it? I don't even know who. Somebody said it. It was like, you know, I don't even know who my competitor is. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm just going to do what I'm doing. Yeah. Just do what you're doing. There's room for everyone. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. But um. anyway, so, yeah. So, God, we've talked so much about nothing. Um, and <laughs> that's everything. not true. No, no. Yes. Nothing and everything all at the same time. But that's what I love. I love that we talk about, you know, well, I real, lo- real world shit. I always joke that I, I'm incapable of small talk. I yeah. hate small talk. Oh, yeah. And another thing I've been trying actually for two years to write a good song about that, about my, my inability to do it. So it's yeah. like, if I'm, if I'm in a crowd 
I actually, I have, I have an example of it. I went to a party once and um, I kind of infiltrated this one group of women and they were just talking about keratin hair straightener oh, Jesus for God. like 20 minutes. And I wanted to kill myself. So yep. I, I look across the party, I see another group of women and I think, okay, let me, let me go over there. Maybe there's like a better conversation happening. Huh. I get over there. I am not joking. That other group is also talking about keratin hair straightener. Oh boy. And I was like, I'm out, I'm out. I'm going to go play beer pong. Like I can't do this. Yeah. Um, because I, if I'm at a party, come to the corner where I'm standing and we'll be talking about death, uh, sex, it. religion. Like I, I love it. I God, I gotta, I, all of a sudden I have this urge to move to the worst state in the country. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> this is not the worst state. I'm saying, don't you dare insult it. You <laughs> people do not realize I'm telling you that. Uh, I guess so once you get out of North birds. Jersey where it smells, then it's all right. Oh golly. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot, all come from the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company. A big thank you to those guys out there. drsupplyco.com. Check them out. Canadian company. Great stuff. Check them out. Oh, golly. First of all, the beaches are so beautiful here and i've been to a lot of beaches i have traveled to many islands traveled abroad and i still no matter what tropical island i've been to i still have to go to the jersey shore every summer oh, um you're killing I'm me. you no, i'm telling you so i you know i'm gonna backtrack a little bit you know how you were just talking about small talk and all that stuff mm -hmm. i have to say two things about this conversation with you and I'm, it's going to sound insulting oh, because no. my first initial thought was, so please do not be insulted because my mind has changed. That's how it's great. So when we first started chatting about coming on and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever, you know, kind of deal. And then really started chatting about coming on. You know, sometimes I forget I'm dealing, you know, at the end of the day, really business to business. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I don't have that brain power to think of this as a business even though it is you know i think about it as you know it's just jim talking to christine like not a big deal oh okay you know so once you get into the nitty-gritty about things and being like all right times places yada 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 sometimes that initial conversation that happy-go-lucky conversation goes cold and it's like just business and i take it personally because oh, i'm a child wow. <laughs> <laughs> and um you know when we were texting back and forth i was like oh christine seems cold i wonder how this is this is gonna work out oh that's funny and okay. then like but that's happened where it's like i've got an artist on and it's like all right tell me about you and be you and be happy and it's like pulling teeth to talk to some of these people and i'm so i'm very very happy that it that wasn't the case here. Well, and I, thank you. You know, part I, of that too is that I'm representing three people. Right. So I, it's sort of like I can't always just be 100% myself when right. I'm having those conversations because it's it's like, it's not just me. It's also Colin right. and Sean. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if other people have thought that too. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, damn, she's cold. <laughs> well, oh no, I mean, I'm in, like with me. Cause like, I'm just sort of like, yeah, be whatever. Like I'm so laid back with all this and I should probably be a little more professional, but I just can't, can't do it. 
because, you know, I've been in sales my whole life and I've been more successful being me than trying to be something mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. A, something corporate. And I just can't do it. Well, isn't that what Oprah Winfrey says? What's the, what's the number one key to success? Authenticity. Right. That's what she says. And it's true. It's true. The more, the more you are you, and that's, that's like I said earlier, this is my point and my plan with this show is to, you know, if you're you, your fans, people that aren't fans yet, that might be after this show, you know, they're going to see and respect your talent much better than if they just stumbled across you on Spotify. Mm, okay. Well, let's hope that's true. And yeah, hey, I mean, it's I'll be- respect it if they don't, because I can respect differing opinions. <laughs> right. Not me. My opinion or nothing. No. <laughs> um, so how can people find you in the band and follow your follow your stuff and download your stuff and see you live when that happens? Well, we are pretty much everywhere that music is streaming, whatever your pleasure is. I feel like most people are on Spotify. So um, on Spotify, you could search Southpaw. I will say there's another Southpaw band out there. So it helps if you search by our album. Our first album name was Unhitched. And so if you search Southpaw Unhitched, then you find it really easily. And it's the same on Apple Music, Pandora. Does anyone use that? I'm not Pandora? sure. Yeah. Pandora. Uh, what else is there? YouTube music. Yep. We have we have some music videos on YouTube and on YouTube and all our other social channels like Facebook and um, TikTok and Instagram. Our username is Southpaw City. Southpaw um, City. Southpaw <laughs> City. I, yeah, I think we had a whole vision that we were going to be like citizens of Southpaw. You know, come, <laughs> Lend me your ears. Yes, lend me your ears. And uh, so that's kind of where that came from. But Southpaw City, uh, definitely check us out. And we have a couple singles that will be released before the year is out. Hopefully that will be part of our second album. Sweet. And then as far as shows, right now we're finishing up these two songs in the studio. So I we can't get out um, to gigs this month or next. Um, but if anyone out there is listening who's in Nashville... Come say hi to us while we're in Nashville the weekend of October 22nd because we were nominated for a couple of Josie Music Awards. That's like the yes, yeah. the biggest independent music awards in the in the world, I think. Um, so we were nominated for Country Group of the Year. That's and awesome. Female Country Vocalist of the Year. Ooh. It's and yes, yeah, female so we'll country vocalist of the year. Yes. Uh, believe that. me, I'm I, I was as shocked as you. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We're up for podcast of the year. Yay! For, there so. you go. Wait, when is that? Maybe uh, same so weekend. So voting is until December first. Everybody can vote once a oh, day. Oh, it's my vote. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, at this point, I think with all my family and friends that have voted every day, if I don't win, I'm gonna probably burn my house down. Oh my gosh! Because oh, that's, that's what's tough with voting. Yeah. Oh, we we were nominated for. Um, best bar band in America by Jack Daniels last oh, year. And, and so, you know, we were all excited because you had to submit your, your work and um, people at iHeartRadio actually judged it and picked the finalists. There was only one from every state, but then it got down to voting. Oh. And the, and so um, we made it in the top 10 of votes, but nice. let me tell you, it is, 
the worst feeling when you're like, but didn't all my friends vote? Because you right. didn't get the final win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and I, you know, we're we're up against some pretty big podcasts too. Yeah. Like podcasts with like celebrities on them. But you know, I look at their pages like nobody's promoted it. So I'm the only one promoting it. Okay, come on. Yes. You gotta you ha- definitely do have to promote it. And right. I don't care where you go, you go to the diner, right. you tell the waitress to vote, like everywhere you go, yeah. to the McDonald's drive through, tell her vote uh, for my podcast. So <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a couple one more question before I ask the last two questions. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys left-handed? Is that why you're Southpaw? We are actually not left-handed. We like to think of ourselves though as um, delivering a left hook to country music. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we're like That's not your badass. typical. It just sort of like and it kind of shuts people up about the whole New Jersey thing. Like, why are you? How are you in country? Um, and and now we've gotten to the point where we're proud of the fact that we're different. And yes, we're from New Jersey, and we embrace our New Jersey edge. And uh, I'm no longer embarrassed by that when I talk to people on interviews. Um, Because I used to feel a little embarrassed um, when we first started a year and a half ago with the radio interviews. And I'd be, I'd like turn beat red when they're like, Jersey, you know, just, yeah, it would get so awkward. Um, But now I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're from New Jersey. And what? I'll deck you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. That's so great. That's awesome. Well, I've had a great time. Oh, thanks. To you. Me too. Like I could literally keep talking to you for the rest of the day. Um, so I appreciate that because it's it like I said earlier, when the conversation's easy, who boy does it make this show that much easier. <laughs> well, we'll have to do it again. Yeah, hell yeah. I'll now break now, out my blue label. Yeah. Oh god, don't come on. Don't <laughs> the bottle's it. actually engraved and everything. Oh, whatever. Listen, <laughs> I'm looking at empty bottles of Jack Daniels because $22 is easier to spend than. Um, anyway, um, what so is Blue Label your whiskey and what are your boots if that's something you wear? Oh my god, so it's funny you said that. I'm working on a TikTok that's all about my boots, uh, because I'm obsessed. Sweet, I, I can never have enough boots. And my bandmate, I've been to Nashville before, but I've never bought a pair of boots there. And my bandmate told me that a lot of the stores it's buy one pair, get two free. Yeah. So I'm freaking out. I'm totally giddy. I'm leaving Nashville. I don't care if I have to ship home a container of boots, but some boots will be happening from down there. But I buy a lot of Miranda Lambert's label. Um, uh, yeah, I heard I they're good. They're awesome. They're yeah. I-, I love them because I'm pe- I'm petite in person. I'm short, and um, hers she's ones with pretty high heels, and that's yeah. kind of hard to find in cowboy boots. Right. So right. love especially, those, especially and, in. In, in, you know, adolescent girl size. That's good. <laughs> I know. I, I actually can and do buy shoes in the children's section. Good for you. That's awesome. And they're like $10 cheaper. Right. You're my hero. You're Nikes, my hero. It's crazy. So right. um, yeah, I do do that. And then as far as whiskey, what I realized at the whiskey tasting I went to, which was a Johnny Walker tasting, is that I still am a pansy and prefer a whiskey cocktail to straight up whiskey. There's, that's no that's not being a pansy because i i for some things i agree yeah I agree yeah okay. yeah like i i i'm gonna probably get shit from this um but i don't like bourbon 
Oh, like, that's I like interesting. Like, oh, my I like damage. it well enough, right? Okay. But like, I'm not going for a bourbon first. Wow. Yeah, okay. I'm a big, I'm a big like Tennessee whiskey guy. Um, I like the blended whiskeys a lot um, because they're not as harsh. For to Is me, that true? Oh, now I feel like I'm doing it all wrong because I always last night I ordered a Maker's Mark Old Fashioned. Yeah, p- perfect. So okay. So if you're gonna do old fashions though, yeah, I should do rye. Do rye, don't do bourbon. Interesting. Yeah, to me, okay, rye's okay. a little sweeter. Okay, it, it goes well. That. It pair to me when you do rye with old fashions, it just pairs a lot better. Oh, I can't wait to try this. Yeah, <laughs> like I have a whole like bullet rye. That's yeah. what I use in all my old fashions. That's my go-to gift. When really? It's someone's yeah, if it's like someone's big birthday or celebration, yeah. it's a bottle of Bullet, and I I don't know why I haven't been drinking it myself, but that's yeah. what I give others. But you know what's it's funny that I say bullet because I've only had the bullet rye. I've never had like the other bullets. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have to test them and, and uh, get back to you. And I think I only drink bullet because that's what they drink on Yellowstone. But Oh know. my God. <laughs> Did you see Lainey Wilson's on Yellowstone now? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. She, she's like, she, her and Ashley McBride are like my one and two um, female country artist crushes uh, at the moment. You, I don't know, man. You could, you might be able to get her on. Or did you ever have her on? No. Because she, she only started getting hugely famous. I know. In like the, the last. Past, it wasn't even a year. No. I know. She I was. Know. She did a friend's podcast. Not a friend. I mean, like an Instagram friends. Yeah. Um, interview where I swear I think the guy has like a thousand followers. Yeah, and I I thought that is so cool that she well, did this interview with like this nobody, um, because she was just the hardest working musician in Nashville. I mean, the woman had an interview every single day for like six months. Yeah, performances like four times a week. I mean, there was just a six month period there where she was just grinding. Yeah, and it all paid off. And we're like we're huge fans of Lainey Wilson, yeah. and we love Ashley McBride too. There's, How could you not be? They're friends in real life. Yeah, I, I I can't believe I'm this obsessed. <laughs> no, it's great. You know, it's funny because it's like I'm, I'm sure you're like this. Like I'm I'm like this with this show. Like I'm at a point where the grind to me is super important, right? And a lot of it is because this is what I want to do, right? There's a lot of things coming in 23 that I can't quite talk about. Um, I'll text you about them, but I can't Intriguing. talk about them out, okay. out loud. Um, that you know, big things are coming and a lot of it for me, it's very hard not to say inappropriate comments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Um, I'm also 12 years old. I love it. Um, but like a lot of my success and like, I I have no problem calling it a success because it is, you know, I, I've been doing this a year and a half. We're on over a hundred episodes now. Like, fuck you. I've grinded, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you put in the work. And a lot of it, once we get to that next level, because it's right there, I can fucking, I can see it, I can taste it, I can smell it. A lot of it is going to be a, to me, and this, again, this is the child in me. Oh, no. Is the, like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, I was just like, going to say, except I was going to say F you. No, you, you trying to stay is, classy. It's all right. You don't have um, to. You're from Jersey. I knew you were going to say that. And it's, <laughs> I, I've tried, because I feel like I, I'm a superstitious person. And I feel like it's bad luck when I have thoughts like that. Right. Oh, I, um, I agree. I do agree? Because I'm like, ooh, if I do that, then I'm not going to 
good things are not going to happen to me. Yes. But I do think back, uh, if this is interesting, over the, on Friday, a uh, student at Emerson, which is where I got my grad degree, asked to interview me. He wanted to hear about my career and blah, blah, blah. And it took all my willpower not to tell him that one of the driving factors was the fact that this one uh, music teacher in middle school, like, didn't put me in the special chorus. Right. And I remember when that happened, I was like, I will show her someday. I'm going to be accepting an award and I'm going to be like, Mrs. Hodge, this is for you. Well, like, you know, as much as I hate to say it, and, you know, my, so my dad listens to all these episodes, right? And he's probably going to be upset that I said this, but like, even people in my own family, like, have been like, there's, sure. Like, like this is just a hobby you're not doing anything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and i'm not dad i'm not saying you've said that i know you've thought it but <laughs> but and yeah. that's okay because you know i think if my kid was going through something like this i'd be like dude give it up you know but i don't think i would to tell you the truth i, well, I really like not don't. out loud but like maybe in the back of my head you know but that's also well and i do me, think that like, the and the nose though they they fire you up like right. When people when people don't believe in you, you, you can take it one way or the other. You can right. let it defeat you, or you can be like, "I'm going to show you." Right. And I, I fall in that latter category, and as it sounds like you do as well. It's kind of like you know, you, you hear that like think that sound on TikTok or wherever, and it's like, you know, when you start a business, you know, your customers become your friends, and your friends won't become your customers, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like a, it's totally true. I just read that the other day too. That's it's so, so true. It's so true because I, I've had people that I've brought this whole thing to that are like, you know, see my vision and hear my enthusiasm. And they're like, yep, let's work together. You know, and it's. That's such a great feeling. And yes. then like, I have friends that are like, what the fuck are you doing? dude?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and I get it. I totally get it. I get it. I don't even know if I get it. I just try not to even think about it. And right. just keep plowing ahead. Right. There's a lot of comments there too. Um, <laughs> all right. So. We have gone way over time. Okay, I'm Actually, sorry. there is no time limit, like I said. But um, you can edit the heck out of it. No, I'm not. I don't do that. I that's what? the other thing. I don't edit this show. Oh, now you tell a girl. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, sorry, my voice is raspy. We had we performed this weekend at Cranford Porch Vest, and I'm, right. a, little, I'm a little horror snake. <laughs> yeah, that, you'd be a little cult. Oh, little cult. Um, all right. So, Christine, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Anytime. Anytime. Glad to prove myself we are, warm um, and not you, cold. You, you are. <laughs> you are. There's a, another joke there. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we will. We're going to talk, you and I, because I think we could we could do some fun things. Okay, great. All righty. Um, All right. Well, have a good rest of your day and you feel too. better. You too. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I actually feel great now. All right. Good. <laughs> all righty well okay, have, a, have a great rest of your day and thanks for coming on thanks man talk to you Welcome. soon see ya bye well there you have it you know i know it was a long episode right but i love those these are my absolute favorite is when we get solid content for an hour and a half an hour and a half we get content out of christine from Damn, I love it. You know, we try to keep it at an hour. I'm not going to lie to you. I try my damnedest to keep it at an hour for you folks. Um, because I know I know. after that you kind of get bored. Um, but I'm not going to lie to you. I don't 
often listen back to a full episode before, um, even when we're editing, you know, I know exact, I know kind of where I want to stop and start and edit and all that stuff. And, um, even with editing this show, I actually listened to the whole thing again and, and it was solid. There was, there was part, there was time, the breaks you heard, um, I didn't want to break. I really didn't. <laughs> I really, really didn't. But, you know, to to get our sponsors in and, you know, for the radio and, and all that, you know, we have to. But um overall, God, I didn't I didn't want to cut up the episode because I think it just flowed so well. Um and that's that's a huge testament to Christine and, and her her ability to tell a great story. So again, thank you, Christine, so much. Um Thank you everybody for for tuning in again. Check out us. Check us out. Check out us. Wow, I can't even speak again. Why can't I never speak in these outros? <laughs> um, check us out on all of our social media. Um, get, again, check us out on Barrel Spur Entertainment. You know they are now our parent company. We have some artists under there that we're taking care of too. And maybe just maybe Southpaw will be one of those bands. Hopefully, <laughs> one of these days. Um, we do have. We do have shows right up through the end of the year for you. Um, and then into 2023. Season 4 is going to go into 2023. I thought about splitting up um, the season. But I think I think Season 4 is going to go right into the new year. Um, but yeah. You know how things change around here. They fucking change in a drop of a hat. But anyway, thanks so much for checking us out. I hope to see you and hear from you next week. Um, For everybody that's new that came in just to hear Southpaw, thank you for checking us out. I know it was a longer episode than maybe some of the other places that I've had Christine has been. But you know what? We had a great conversation and I loved it. So thank you, everybody. Until next week, keep those boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, y'all.